Hey, it's Big Joe for your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, Absolute Comfort. Chris Wedekin is the owner, and he tells us why many homeowners are giving up their air conditioners for a high-efficiency heat pump. By removing your air conditioner and replacing it with a heat pump, you are not only saving by getting a higher-efficiency air conditioner, the heat pump works in reverse and saves you money in the wintertime as well. See if a heat pump is the right move for you by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted local independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Brad, are you in the market? In stock, the market or on the market? Stock market. Are you in, I, I are am you in, in the, the market, yes. Is that what they say, in the market? So Yeah, I have a little public account that yeah. has a little bit of stuff in it. So, in fact, you mentioned that a couple weeks ago, Indiana or some, or maybe the federal government announced that they were allotting like a billion dollars to cap old oil wells yeah. and secure those. So, I immediately went online and I'm like, all right, who caps oil wells? And I found some company and I'm like... Okay, let's throw 50 bucks their way yeah. and see what happens. So, so you do the stock market like I do sports betting. It's like a very small amount. You're, yes. You're, oh, yeah. I'm a small-time player. You're getting your fun out of just seeing whether you won or lost. The amount of money is not relevant to you. You're and, not and, and I invest in companies I, I are near and dear to my heart. So I own Keurig Dr. Pepper sure. and Molson Coors. Yeah, right. So like with me, I, I you know he advertises on our show, but we use him. I give my money to Bill Demery and say, hey, make it work, brother, because yep. I would be way too nervous if I did what you, what you do. I'd just be watching it all the time, and that wouldn't be any fun. And that's one thing about our show. We uh, we use the sponsors. You know, we talked about last year, had an issue with the garage door opener. Garage, door, garage doors of Indianapolis came out fixed it, got a new one in there, and our family was super, super happy with that. They do great work. So whether it's Bill Demery or Garage Doors of Indianapolis or whatever, we use our sponsors. So I, was, I ask you this, though, because I'm going to guess the uh, – so overall – Last year, it was a decent year for the for the mega corporations, and our government does a good job of protecting them. The overall gain of the S and P five hundred was twenty four percent. So good. That's, that's better the, than I did. That's not that's pretty decent. That's not not too bad, you know. And it comes and it goes. And obviously, people took a big hit during COVID, and so it's about when you get in and what you do and who you get in with. That's why we, well, I have a trained professional. But twenty four percent is pretty good. It's not sixty five percent. No. And 65% sounds a little ridiculous, right? Like if somebody came up to you and said, Brad, how would you like to make 65% on your money? No questions asked. I'd be like, um, I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Exactly. <laughs> you would think something might be afoot if someone's guaranteeing you a 65% return on your investment. Well, Brad, dun da 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 65% just happens to be the number that Nancy Pelosi got on her investments last year. So basically three times what the rest of the market did. That, so so to do that, she must be following the market like 10 hours a day. <laughs> I think it's called legalized insider trading, Brad. I think it those are the words you're all the for. time. All these people get go in dirt poor and suddenly they come out enriched. And I know their salary is what, 250000 300000 right. a year, but it is not millions of dollars a year. And yeah, why is it their stock portfolio goes up a heck of a lot more than mine does or yours does? Right. Well, and that's and remember under Pelosi, there were Democrats who had put forward uh, an act that would have um, prevented this sort of insider trading that her and others do, and she wouldn't let it get to a vote, even though she had, I believe, previously promised people as part of her retaining the speakership that she would let it get to a vote. And this is why people fight like hell. You look at a job that you see people all the time that spend millions of dollars of their own money to run for these offices. And this is why, because 
the the amount of money you can make because you can exempt yourself and in this case congress exempts themselves from the rules that everybody else has to play by if you or i did these things we'd go to federal prison but the congress exempts themselves so they can get a 65 percent return on their investments each year yeah so ian what's not even discussed here is if you look almost every elected official in congress they have a spouse that is getting paid to be on a board yeah. or some other corporation probably multiple boards mm-hmm. and it happens all the time yeah and you think of, I mean, obviously they're going after Hunter Biden because of the Biden impeachment stuff and, and what he did was horrific. But all these other, many of these other Congress people are doing same stuff. Many of these other people in the government are doing the same stuff. Hunter Biden's just a big visible fish because of his dad being the president. This stuff is happening all over the place. This is why these people spend exorbitant amounts of their own personal wealth to get jobs that pay a fraction of what they're willing to spend or what they're going to be making because they can make it back in terms of this insider trading stuff. Have you seen the difference between Pence's old house down in Bartholomew (laughs) County and the mansion he has now up in Zionsville? How does a career government worker end up being a millionaire? How does that happen? Uh, surely he amassed all that wealth when he was sitting in the chair that oh, you're sitting in right absolutely, now. Absolutely, Brad. You know what radio pays, no <laughs> doubt. Hey, so speaking of Pelosi, she was on one of these shows. I forget what it was. It doesn't even matter. And she was, uh, I mean, I guess if you're getting it, you can rig the system to get a 63 per- or 65% return on your investment. You don't understand what's actually going on in the economy and for everyone else. And here she is telling you how great the economy is under Joe Biden. And we have to make sure people know. We have to respect them. We have to listen to them. We have to build community, continue Mm -hmm. to build community with them. I'm very excited about the credentials, the legitimacy, the leverage that Joe Biden has given to America's working families. And that's the message. And campaigns are campaigns. It's a war term. You have to go out there and fight. And we have to make sure... Uh, I have no idea what she actually meant. She's not sure she knew what she Well, yeah, and I'm not going to imply that anybody had been doing anything before they went out and did the interview. But this is the sort of talking points. Casey and I got into this the other day, which is fascinating to me for the Democrats. Normally in an election year, if things aren't going well, you will see some sort of triangulation away from the messaging. Okay, and let's find something new. But the Democrats appear set to go into 2024 and campaign on the economy's actually fine. You're stupid. You don't know just how good it is. And we're going to just convince you that what you're experiencing in your life is not real. That's a very bold strategy, Brad. I'm smart enough to know that mortgage rates are still around, hovering around 6%, and they used to be at 2 and 3. Yeah. Uh, more from Pelosi. Uh, and again, this the ability to look the American people in the eye and just straight out lie to them, it just absolutely, it blows my mind. And this woman does it better than almost anybody else. Here's more Nancy Pelosi. Do you think it's a good idea for states to remove Donald Trump from their ballots? That's up to the states. Uh, what I think is a good idea for us to make sure people know what is at risk in the election. Uh, I won't go into the courts and the law and all of that. Different states have different laws. We have a different law in California relating to that. Mm -hmm. But what's important is what matters to the American people and their families at that kitchen table. And you have to keep bringing it back to that because that's what is important to our country. But what happened on January 6th, January 6th is related to that. 
So now she's a big states' rights person, Brad. Did you hear that? Right, I, I did hear that. Even though she's been all about the federal government for her entire career, I mean, she's up in arms over the Roe versus Wade being overturned, which left that to the states, which meant her sicko, weirdo, Marxist communists that run California can make California an abortion factory, and Indiana can be a pro-life state that, that values the unborn. Apparently, it, she's just very selective of when the state's rights apply. As long as it's kicking Donald Trump off the ballot, well, each state can make that up, up for themselves. It's interesting. So I, I brought you a publication you that I that I get sent to my house on a monthly basis. It's called Ballot Access News. And in Ballot Access News, they talk about who is on the ballot and what states, here, and it's exactly like it sounds. Here it is. I'm holding it up for people on the YouTube chat. If you just search Kendall and, and Casey, you can see it. I love this because this looks like the sort of newsletter that people used to get like in the 1980s. You'd yes. sign up and be on a, a newsletter list. It is printed. It's uh, very nice, but it looks like the sort of type and font of something that is, uh, oh, volume 39. So that means it has been around yes, since the 1980s. Yes, it has been around almost 40 years. And it's so- called Ballot Access News. So somebody in the 1980s was doing snail mail Ballot Access News. Yes, and it's $12 a year to receive Ballot <laughs> Access News. I don't know how they make any money on this because there's no advertising in it. Um, but but well, it was ahead. talking about states rights and whether states could take people off ballots and it was there's an article in there that says that it used to be it's like 1700s 1800s that like indiana and massachusetts were the first two states to actually print ballots yeah that it, people just walk in and write down a name on mm-hmm. on the ballot and it didn't matter you know that there were several several instances where somebody who was not eligible to run for office won but then the, the states before they sent the their electors to vote in electoral college uh, would just say, yeah, that person's not eligible. We got to we got to go to number two. But they would let anybody be on the ballot for any reason. And it wasn't until after the vote they would say ineligible. Let's go to the next one. Yeah, that's interesting, Brad, because what we're, we're not talking about here in terms of, hey, Indiana has this stupid signature requirement to get on the ballot. And I totally disagree with that. But right now it's the law. OK, cool. You're Trump. You're DeSantis. You're Nikki Haley. You know, if you're going to be on the ballot in Indiana, you got to pay somebody to get the signatures. We're talking about and, and different states have different requirements with that whatever we're talking about in this in one case it's a court of democrat appointed judges in the other case in maine it's just a single individual that just goes yeah you engage in insurrection you're out nobody's been even charged with it nobody's been charged much less trump and certainly no one's been convicted of insurrection but yeah we that's now, wasn't, the there, wasn't there a court case in colorado that vaguely said, yeah, Trump engaged in insurrection, and that's what they're basing all of this on. Sure, but Trump, Donald Trump has not been convicted of anything related to January 6th inside the people who have jurisdiction over what took place on January 6th. He hasn't been charged with that. No one has been charged. Not a single person, not Viking guy, not anybody has been charged with insurrection. Can we get Viking guy on the show? Boy, that would, I wonder where, I think Viking guy probably is. Is I he in some sort of incarcerated yeah, I think unit? he was incarcerated for something else. Uh, but Well, so but the point on all of this is they're just making it up as they go along and they we're in a weird they're so blind with the rage that they feed Trump. They feed the narrative. They accomplish the exact opposite of what yes. they desire to accomplish because normal people look at this and go, wait a second, I may not like Trump. But maybe there's something to this whole idea of rigged election or the idea that they're weaponizing the courts or elected officials against him to keep him off the ballot. And that's not right. And you're turning this guy who it's very hard. The two hardest people in the world to turn into sympathetic figures are me and Trump. And it's like you're turning Donald Trump 
into a sympathetic figure who is so blatantly getting screwed that people go, well, I don't necessarily like him, but I'm not going to allow this to stand, so I'm going to vote for him. He's not going to win Colorado. Maine's a split thing. He's going to get one of the two in Maine. That's always the way it goes. One's red, one's blue. He ain't going to win Colorado anyway. So all you're doing is nationally helping him in places that it ain't going to affect what you're doing anyway. Yep. So few people understand how the federal election works for president that it's not the popular vote. It is the Electoral College and it's by state.